Hey, welcome back to the Alan Carter Show. Jeff Semple sitting in today. Alan will be back here tomorrow. And I uh, wanted to continue that discussion that we started there about the Ontario government's decision to get rid of streaming in grade nine, joining the rest of Canada by getting doing away with this educational practice in grade nine. For decades now, students in Ontario have been asked to decide whether they want to take academic courses or applied courses in some of those core subjects. Academic uh, you know, is is more meant for theoretical, for students bound for university, applied, more meant to be hands-on, meant for students bound for college programs. But in reality, critics say that this program has not worked and has actually provided an example of systemic racism within our high school system. So the Ontario government has announced plans to get rid of that. They are also, by the way, announcing a proposal to end school suspensions for students in junior kindergarten to grade three, again, which over overwhelmingly affect black students in our schools. So to look at just how serious and how deeply rooted this issue is, you know, when we especially we talk about allegations of racism in high schools, we wanted to talk to a man who knows this issue very well. Carl James is a professor in the Faculty of Education at York University. He's the Gene Augustine Chair in Education, Community and Diaspora. And he has been studying this question for many years and in fact released a landmark report on this topic back in 2017. I spoke to him a little earlier. Professor Carl James, thanks so much for joining us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. So to start off, sir, to start off, sir, I want to ask you, of course, your reaction to the announcement this week from the Ontario government that they plan to get rid of streaming in grade nine in Ontario classrooms. I thought of it as an excellent first step. And I said first step because I think we're going to have to do more than just simply saying we have these classes because imagine that this is a culture that we have nurtured all these years where we have thought of students being in what we call streamed classes of academic, uh, applied and locally developed. And you, you just don't change the culture overnight. So I think it's an important first step and much, much, much more need to be done in order to just simply de-stream classes. Yeah, I was going to ask you what you expect the outcome of this to be. I mean, whether this first step in and of itself will make any real difference in your view. I think it will, on one hand, probably have teachers thinking about about a more collective classes rather than de-streamed classes. So it might have an effect on that. And of course, it's going to be important because students are not having to decide at grade eight or grade nine about their educational trajectory. They will have had an opportunity now in grade nine to also explore all these possible areas that they might do so that it's not just simply, I've decided at grade nine and therefore I'm on my path. We have to, that's the early years we're asking people to make those decisions. And I, I don't think we're making decisions in those early years with all the information that's available. So that's why having those, uh, Open, opening up right now to opportunities so that it's not so early is excellent idea. Right, and we've seen from the studies that have been done over the years that have shown, uh, as you say, that that decision at the age of, say, 13 can have huge implications for, you know, potentially even the rest of someone's life. Uh, and speaking of studies that have been done, I wonder if we could step back in time here for a moment, go back to 2017, and the report that you did looking into this very issue, what did you find? 
Oh, I, I did that study with Tanner Turner, uh, uh, Sam Tetler, and Rhonda George, and we talked to to parents, educators, and students in the in the GTA, and they were very very vocal about how students are being their children, mainly their parents, and students were telling us as well as educators were identified this to be the case, where decisions are made by. Comes, uh, guidance counselors and teachers about where children should be placed when they go to high school. Sometimes without the uh, without the knowledge of the parents and parents not having enough knowledge of 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 what they what it actually means and children at, at thirteen and fourteen not knowing what it actually means. So that that's what we we heard from parents and of course. In many cases, some parents trusted teachers and trusted the system and thinking that their teachers and counselors were making decisions in the interest of their children. So they would go along with what teachers are saying and suggesting. And often, invariably, we found that black students tended to be placed in locally developed or applied courses. And that means that for them, getting to university was not as possible I, uh, I, as with all other students who were, you know, 81% of, of students at the time looking at that data. And we use the Toronto District School Board data, you know, to help us. Most schools are doing, most school boards now are doing, collecting those data. So we'd be able to expand this, but I'm quite sure similar complaints we heard from other schools that did not have the data, but parents were complaining that that was the situation in those other school boards. Right, and you mentioned one of the statistics there from your report. I mean, in your research, how much more likely were black students than white students to find themselves in the applied stream? Uh, black students were, uh, whereas in many cases we saw white and South Asian and Asian students about in the 80s and 70% going into uh, into a uh, uh, academic black students were about 39-40% going into in, in <clears throat> into into the into academic and therefore and they were twice as likely to go into applied. So therefore uh, therefore we have to say it's it's not just simply how these students function but how how teachers and the system might have thought about black students and their potential. As some people would say, it's, it's, uh, it's one of the architecture of racism insofar as we use streaming to be able to, uh, to place students in, in these different areas. And, and you know, here's where it's not just about the students, it's the systemic nature of racism that we're talking about how the system might operate in terms of where students are placed and the outcomes of students. Oh, right. And given that systemic nature that you've described, uh, and I know you said this Ontario government dis announcement, an important first step, before we let you go, what would you like to see as a second step, further steps to help address this issue? I, I, the, the other step is not, one of the important steps for me is, is not not getting rid of of these of streaming or this streaming and it's finding a different way in which it's re it's con continues in the education system so the first step is to constantly be vigilant and constantly move at having these uh 
these cultural changes so that it doesn't raise its head in a different guise. You know, we're going to have all students in the same class, but indirectly streaming is happening in the same class. For me, we're going to have to, to have some vigilance of that because the system of racism is going to continue. Therefore, how are we going to address it? And we have, so we have to be vigilant in doing so. Carl James, professor in the Faculty of Education at York University and the Jean Augustine Chair in Education, Community and Diaspora. Mr. James, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thanks very much for having me. Have a very good day. That's our conversation from earlier with Professor Carl James at the University or York University, excuse me, discussing the Ontario government's decision to get rid of streaming in grade nine in high school. Uh, that decision not to expect it to be implemented this fall. And at this point, you know, God knows what our high schools will look like in the fall, given the current pandemic. Uh, but will it be implemented according to the government the following year for the 2020-21 school year?